Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Welcome to a new episode. We are going to have two episodes this week that are intended to run in tandem. So if you do check out today's episode, I would also encourage you to check out Wednesday's episode. Today is more of the personal application for the idea of communicating in relationships. And then Wednesday is going to be more of a clinical application. So where there's a concrete strategy that you could take out into your world, there's a concrete strategy that I run many clients through. And it's verbiage that actually carries with us all throughout the growth process. And it's something that I've been deep diving in my own life to try to figure out how to navigate relationships well. And in order for us to navigate relationships healthfully and well, we have to figure out our part in every dynamic because we are bringing things to the table in every single interaction that we have. And if we want things to go differently than they currently are, so perhaps things aren't going well right now in some dynamics and you want them to improve, What we do is we take radical ownership of what comes out of our mouth, of how we communicate, and we can make some pretty incredible strides relationally if we're willing to take a deep dive into how we might be contributing to some distress. And so over this weekend, I was spending time uh, painting the condo And I had two girlfriends over with me and we were kind of talking through life. And at this point right now, I'm eight months post-divorce. I'm 14 months post-separation. And I was just reflecting with them on my complicity in the dissolution of the marriage. So things that I added in that added strain to the marriage, things that I should have added in that would have helped the marriage that I failed to do. And I was just kind of reflecting thoughtfully on some of the things that, you know, I feel sadness about, where I feel some pain points are, places where some disappointment is. And one of my friends said to me, she said, it's interesting to hear you own your part. And I said to her, I said, I can't not own my part if I expect relationships in the future to get better. I have to learn what I do that puts a wedge between me and some other people. I have to be acutely aware of my idiosyncrasies. I have to be able to understand what I'm bringing to the table because if I want it to be different, I'm going to have to learn some new strategies. But in order to do that, I have to reflect and figure out what is going on in me. How am I showing up in these relationships? And so one of the things I've been really spending some time parceling through lately is I'm a pretty critical person. I'm self-critical and I set really high expectations for myself, but I also hold other people to those same standards and that affects how I intersect with people. So if I expect to do things better going forward, I have to deep dive into why I'm critical, how I'm critical, towards whom I'm critical, and I have to learn skills to do it differently. I don't always pick up on the fact that I might be a bit intense. And honestly, it's part of who I've been up until this point. And I don't think that goes away necessarily just because I start reflecting on it. But the self-awareness piece matters because I'm at least able to say, hey, I bring intensity into dynamics. How is that playing a part in my friendships? How is that playing a part in my relationships? Is there something I could do differently or do better? I also tend to be hyper-independent and there are some huge shifts going on here, but that's an overtime transformation and I'm a work in progress. So just a side note, if you wanna follow me on Instagram and pretty soon here I'll have a YouTube channel launching, it's at West In Progress. 
I just believe that's my lifestyle posture. I believe I will be a work in progress until I stop breathing because we can all learn and we can all morph and we can all grow and do better. And one of the ways we do that is by reflecting what's going on with me that may be stymieing some of the potential in my relationships. So the fact that I'm hyperdependent in and of itself, not all that bad per se, but what that means is when I get annoyed or frustrated or overwhelmed, I tend to withdraw instead of staying in the dynamic and trying to see through whatever the frustration is or whatever the disconnect is. So I'm critical and I'm quite intense and I'm hyper-independent and so I withdraw. These are all parts that I'm working on. They all contribute to the relational dynamics that I have. These are friendships. These are potential relationships. These are coworker relationships. These are parent-child relationships, sibling relationships. Relationships are between people. And anytime I have a relationship, I'm part of the equation. And I cannot change a single other person, but I can look at how I'm a contributing factor when things go sideways. So Saturday, there were three separate anecdotes where I find I found myself incredibly frustrated with those on the other end of the conversation. But I know my critical nature. I know my desire to show up with intensity when I feel frustration. I know my desire to withdraw and close down if I feel frustrated and, and figure things out on my own. But each of those situations on Saturday were a chance for me to ask myself, how do I want to show up in these conversations? What's going on here where I'm choosing to be critical? Do I really need to be so critical? Do I need to use intensity to get a different outcome? Now that's a rhetorical question. No, I shouldn't need to use intensity to get a different outcome. One of the things we talk about is acceptance. This is what it is. My job isn't to change other people. My job is to show up as best as possible. Now that hyper-independence piece, is withdrawing necessary just because I'm uncomfortable? And that's a really important question. When I'm uncomfortable, does that automatically give me permission to disengage? Probably not. Not if I want relationships to be able to navigate conflict well. If I'm always retreating, then we're not establishing a foundation where we can get through hard stuff together. And here's one of the pieces that, sadly, I do need to be reminded about again and again. Other people have the right to be human. We are all mere mortals, and sometimes I have that striving for perfectionism and desiring that other people are also perfect, and I forget that we're all human. So I have to remember that. Other people may not know how to intersect well with me because historically, I've been critical, I've been pretty intense, and I tend to withdraw. And when we talk through the conversation on Wednesday about transactional analysis, those features are very childlike. Those features are very immature. Those features can also be pretty parent-like or authoritarian. And so we'll give some verbiage to that on Wednesday. But I don't always do relationships well. And because that's true, that's where I have to start if I want to do things differently. So I'm in a transformative season. But before I run, before I decide that certain relationships should be ended because they're too hard or they're too complex or, or whatever my rationale is, I want to make sure that I'm showing up as a healthier version of myself and I want to give it an honest shot. Otherwise, I'm repeating the past. I'm being too critical. I'm being intense. I'm running when the going gets tough. And that's not who I want to be. It's who I was. It's who I've been. I don't want that to continue to be the pattern. And so when relationships are going poorly, I have to ask myself, what can I do differently here? What am I bringing into this dynamic that is allowing things to go sideways? How could I do it differently? And those are questions that you can ask yourself quite often. If we expect things to get better, we have to show up as a better version of ourselves. It's an opportunity, but it's also our responsibility if we want to be healthy in relationships. And so your job or your invitation rather today is to think about who might you be that allows conversations to go sideways quickly? Who might you be 
that's a, a touch too sensitive or a touch too prickly? Who might you be that assumes the worst about the other person in the conversation with you? What might you be bringing in that is an unfair expectation? There's so many places to go with this conversation because we all have our stuff. We all have our struggles. We all have our tension points. We all have our wounds. So when we use the idea of we all have our baggage, every person who goes into relationship, every person who's having a conversation, both parties are bringing things in. And so on Wednesday, we'll talk about specific strategies that can help dismantle some of the muck that comes with relational intersections that are going sideways. But my desire for myself is that I show up healthfully. And for that to be true, I've got to recognize where I'm at. Critical, intense, I withdraw. And I've got to ask myself, what does it look like to do it differently? Because the health of my relationships now and the health of my relationships going forward will depend on the work that I do in this area. I'm going to hit this topic hard again on Wednesday related to learning the art of an apology. So when I was hanging out with my friends this weekend too, I said to them, I said, I understand that over the last year, I have been inconsistent in our friendship. I understand that I've withdrawn and I understand that I don't always articulate if and when I'm struggling. And they just asked me, they said, how will we know next time to come alongside of you? What would that look like? And we were able to have a productive conversation. And that's the beauty of an art of an apology is when we own our stuff and when we say, hey, I have these idiosyncrasies that show up and I'm working on them. Other people tend to come alongside of us and say, hey, how can I help? But when we pretend that we are in a dynamic where when it goes sideways, it's wholly on the other person's shoulders, it's fully their fault, we really miss the opportunity to show up in our relationships well and to show up healthfully and to show up in a way that's mutually beneficial. I walk away from tough conversations knowing that I'm doing my best in the moment and I will reflect on how to do better next time. And I show up assuming that other people hopefully are doing their best And sometimes things go sideways. But if we expect things to change, we have to start asking, what is my complicity here? What am I doing here that's exacerbating the struggle? What am I doing that is allowing things to veer off course? What am I doing that might not be clear? When we start asking those questions and when we own our part in every dynamic, the real growth can happen. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.